everybody. It's Thursday, October 19th, 2017, and you're listening to Talking Games Podcast. I'm Bobby Shortle. I'm here with Justin Townsend. Hello. Matt Wood. Yo. And Kelsey Lavati. Hey. Kelsey, you got a new microphone. Yes. I hope it sounds good. It does sound good. Mm-hmm. And I can't one of my it. friends told me my sound sucked, and he <laughs> demanded I got a new one, so... <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, uh, I can't hear I can't hear your computer yet, so that's all. all, all we're already in a good place. It's not. It's the fan's not on. Okay. Yet. Well, we'll see. Then we'll see. We'll see what happens when we get there. Um, it feels good not having to mute myself every time I stop speaking. Yeah, that's good. That is good. That is good. Um, so yeah, we're here. Uh, we're continuing the the tradition that we cannot podcast with you ever again, Justin and I. We will never podcast with you again. So um, I'm alright with it. <laughs> uh he had to get up very early uh to go to work so he is taking the week off um and since we have a full boat we were we 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 graciously let him take the time off sam as well sam as well yeah but they're both on thin ice so just be careful guys all right uh i demanded that we all be here you did matt tried (laughs) he did and then sam was like no i'm good yeah yeah right (laughs) i don't think sam hates me (laughs) Oh, you're going to be there, Matt? No, I'm good. I'm good. Right, yeah. She, she, she was like, hey, Matt, if you're going to be there, that's cool. I won't be. But if you're not going to be there, I will. Yeah. I was like, we can all be on there, Sam. So, yeah, so we're, we're, we're a team of four, and we've got some stuff to talk about. We've been pl- I've been playing some games since the last time we are here. Mm. Justin's been playing a lot of a very difficult game. I've been playing a lot of games games plural but yes. yes one very difficult yes game. well judging by our text message string it has been a lot of that game um but yeah we have a big some big games came out so we have to talk about where we're in definitely in now in the in the thick of it um we had uh mordor last week we've got south park this week and then next week is the week of weeks Wolfenstein. Evil, uh, Evil Within 2 last week. Evil Within well. 2 as well, which now apparently is a game that I have to play because it's apparently a fantastic. That's what I thought it, as well. It got a 9 realize. on Polygon, which is like well, a, which Polygon is like a, gave which is like a 15 nine. on Polygon. Oh my God, it's, it's true. <laughs> They're very rough on games on Polygon. Um, what uh, did Famitsu give it? Um, well, it's not on Nintendo platform, so it got a 2. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. Famitsu gave exactly. Cuphead like a 33 out of 40. And I was like, what? <laughs> They have a weird Dude, scoring system. They have a bad scoring system. Super Mario Pimitsu, Odyssey. like, like don't, don't fuck with Famitsu. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not, um, people don't know Famitsu is a Japanese magazine that was, like, one of the first, like, big, like, pub, video game publications, but now is at a point where it's pretty much understood that, like, they sort of give good scores to games that are advertised in their magazine and don't give so good yeah. a score as the games that aren't. Um, and it's yeah. kind of like a industry, even even people in the industry who are usually like, kind of guys, you're being like overreacting like that or say that that's true. So, yeah. Um, so there's that going on with them. Um, but Odyssey got a 39 out of 40. What did? Odyssey. Yeah, well, it's a Nintendo game. Of course. <laughs> um, but I mean, Oh, are those reviews out? Uh, just Edges and yeah, Fumitsu. Yeah, just Edges and Fumitsu. Uh, Edge got, okay. gave it 10 out of 10. Yeah. It's like the 20th Ooh. 10 in their 20, 20 year history or something like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that next week is Assassin's Creed, Wolfenstein, and Mario. Man, this that's so someday. just Mario. Which is nuts. It's just Mario. Come on. Well, I, I mean, pre-ordered Wolfenstein and Mario. So yeah, well, I am debating taking the day off of work. Debating. 
to play uh, because, Wolfenstein well, with no. your son. So here's <laughs> yes. So here's the thing. Like I know that that night and all the next day I'm going to play Mario with Jorah, mm-hmm. and I have the three amiibos pre-ordered from GameStop, right? But they're being shipped. And they won't arrive for like seven to ten days. And I'm like, well, that's just not going to fly. No, 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 no. So my plan was I'm going to wait for GameStop to open, go wait outside until they open. I will go in and they will have Amiibos there. Like, I'm sure they'll have like two or three of each. And I will buy the three characters and then return the ones when they come to me in like ten days. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like, well, if I'm going into work at 10 and I'm leaving early to take him off the bus and play, I should just not go to work and play of course. Yes. Wolfenstein Yeah, all definitely. Day. Definitely. It's the responsible thing. It is the responsible I have, thing to do. I have a limited amount of time to play games. I have to take off work to do it, apparently. Um, I'm really excited that Mario is coming out because I, uh, other than the fact that it's, just, it's Mario, but because like I play so much stuff on the Switch now that I'm really excited to have like this game, which I'm going to be able to, like, that I'm super pumped for. To be able to pick it up and play it while I'm in between changing my son. So I'm very excited mm. about that. Very, very excited. Um, yeah, I've been playing a bunch of stuff on the Switch. We'll talk about that as well. Um, and uh, yeah, but we've got some cool stuff. I, I know that, Matt, on your list, you said you were playing a modded SNES Classic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just having, an S- just having an SNES Classic isn't good enough for you? You had, nope. to, you had to mod it? Okay. Well, I wasn't going to, but then I learned that it's crazy easy, mm. so I did. And now I have Chrono Trigger and all the games that should have been on it. All those games that I talked about months ago that should be on there, they're on there now. Okay. Uh, but yeah, no, that thing's cool. That thing's uh, that thing's all right. It's uh, it's a nice little 720p clear pictured Super Nintendo, no lag. Uh, weird thing, weird thing. I was talking to Hugh about this. So when I got it, you know, the first game that you have to try out is like Mario World, right? And like immediately the sound was like, I mean, I'm not going to like mimic the sound of like when you start up Super Mario World, uh, you know, the song, uh, but like whenever it hit like an exceptionally high note, like it would just cut out. And I was thinking like, like, oh God, like, like. Like, is this as well as they could emulate it? Like, it's Mario. Like, if yeah. they can't get that right, then, you know, they should hit the bricks. They shouldn't have made this thing. I um, heard there was some sound emulation issues. Well, it turns out I go on, uh, you know, I, I go and ask the Reddit dorks, uh, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, what's going on here? And they're like, do you have a sound bar? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have a sound bar. And they're like, yeah, Super Nintendo sound doesn't travel through a sound bar correctly. I was like, that... That doesn't make any sense. And I turn your soundbar off. Watch. And I did. And it worked perfectly. That's weird. really uh, weird. Yeah. That's, it, was, it was bizarre. But I don't know. What are you going to do? <laughs> it, yeah. The only games I ever noticed it like kind of being weird on was like Mario World and Yoshi's Island. Hmm. Interesting. About, yeah. Something about those games. I don't know. But no, the thing's cool. Like it, it's nice. I bought the I bought uh, extension cords for the uh, for the controllers. And uh I might have gone a little overkill because I, I went on Amazon and I thought, you know, you do that thing where you're like, oh, yeah, no, I, my living room is a ballroom. It's the <laughs> widest room in the world. I need 13 foot extension cables. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, that's not that big. Right. And, you know, they came in. And I'm like, oh, that's like bigger than two of me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like so it's it's. You know, it's nice, but it's uh, it's stupid. It's just way too long. <laughs> I was trying to figure out once, because I, I got the Retro Pie, 
and we mm. got like the little like fake Super Nintendo controllers or whatever. Mm. And those, you know, the USB cords aren't that long. Um, so I got extenders. I was like, how long do I really need them to be? So I like moved my coffee table out of the way and laid down like in between my couch and my TV stand to try to see how much, how many of me's I would need to, to get to extend the controllers. Nice. It wasn't that much. It was like really one and a, and a little bit of me. So ever since wireless controllers became a thing, uh, basically ev- any cord is just not long enough. Oh yeah. No, no, it never is anymore. No, I had to plug in. We, I house that for my parents this weekend and I had to, so I didn't have my, but I brought my PlayStation four, but I didn't have like my charging cradle. So my controller mm. ran out and I, but I still wanted to play. So like I had connected a USB micro USB cable and a pretty long one to the con- console while I played. But even that I was like so annoyed that I had to sit in the chair that was closer to the TV. That was a little bit off yeah. the right because I had, cause yeah. I could, because I wouldn't reach. Like a it peasant. Was like, like a peasant, exactly. Like a peasant. <laughs> you should just sit close to the TV at all times, like I do. Okay. Well, you have your TV is very close to your couch in your in your room. Very close. It's very close. It's nice how close it is. Um, I literally can't play any other way. <laughs> uh, what were you showing me on your phone there? Uh, so Matt, did you get to see uh, analog Super NT console? That thing looks really cool. That like it's like a like 185, but it, like it's uh, HDMI a 1080p. Like it's supposed to be, uh, it's supposed to be pretty neat. I I haven't seen like too many details. I just kind of went through like the uh, the specs, but that sounds awesome because yeah. you know uh, they they released that uh, that that Nintendo one. Weren't they the guys that put out like that five hundred dollars? Yeah, yes, like, yeah. like mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, I I'm glad that apparently it that was not necessary for the super nintendo i don't get how that stuff works i know that like super nintendo chips there's like four or five different variations of them uh and like some are hard to emulate and some aren't uh i i don't i don't get why it cost you know five hundred dollars to make the machine that ran the nintendo stuff it only costs like 185 to handle the uh, super stuff but I don't know. It looks really cool, though. It is. It is neat. Uh, I assume that you could still dump ROMs and stuff uh, on it. Uh, maybe the Nintendo one didn't sell that well, and so they decided yeah. they had to bring the price down a little bit. Also, that the, might be it. Yeah. The uh, the craftsmanship of the actual console itself is different. Like I think the other one was all like brushed aluminum and like like a really sure. nice looking thing, and this is just like they're like it's it's like high quality plastic, mm-hmm. um, right? And and on top of all of that, like, I mean, how many could they possibly be making? Mm-hmm. You know, like it has to be pretty much made to order. Yeah, probably. Um, pretty close to it. <clears throat> so, uh, so let me ask you, Matt, with the modded stuff, mm-hmm. does it like add it to that home menu? So what is set up right now? Um, and, you know, I guess you can talk about emulated stuff and that's not illegal. Um, well, uh, but uh it might be frowned upon, but but no, uh, the the program that I I've used I I could I don't remember who the programmer was or anything like that, but uh, I got it from uh, Reddit essentially, and they uh, sent me to a GitHub page. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, for the most part, it's it's all that format. So what it looks like is you go on, you turn on the screen, it looks like normal. You have your twenty one games that are already there in the first place. And there's an extra folder that just has a file picture on it uh, that says more games. Uh, you click that and uh, it 
the the software that this guy has designed like it's really easy i mean you add the rom uh it's like hey do you want to you know add box artwork and you're like of course i do mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and uh yeah like it sets up the in the, the exact same format you know you have your box art it lets you know like if it's a one player two player game like it it automatically adds, you know, the year that the game came out, all that cool stuff. So you can still organize it and sort it uh, just like you normally could. Um, the only, I guess the only bummer is, which, you know, whatever. Like, there's a billion ways to play Super Nintendo ROMs. Um, but, you know, it is kind of, uh, it's kind of a weird thing uh, that, like, uh, it can only, each folder can only hold, like, 30 games. And you can't have like, like you can only hold so much space too, like, right? In, yeah. In the entire thing, like you're not gonna put every Super Nintendo game mm-hmm. on there. And honestly, why would you? Mm-hmm. Um, like, like it's, it's always best with these things is just really like, like, pick the ones you want. Don't just dump everything on there because you'll 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 just have a bunch of clutter. Um, no one's gonna play you know, college basketball '94. You know. Um, but uh, but no, uh, it, it does organize it uh, into these little folders, and you know it, it it's really not complicated. But I do know that like they can't emulate some games, so right. uh, you know there's some games that they're still like, no, nah, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like Uniracers, for whatever reason, Uniracers is just overly complicated, and it freaks out the Super Nintendo Mini. Interesting. Well, it's because there was yeah. technology, the, the different technology, the carts, right? That's you would you would think so. Yeah, uh, you think that would be the reason, but you know, if that game can play, uh, you know, Kirby Superstar and Yoshi's Island and uh, Star Fox Two, you would you would assume that you know those are first party Nintendo games. Those are going to be the ones that are the most taxing. Yeah, uh, I wonder though if, if they're emulated on an individual basis, and the emulator in the overall emulator doesn't have that tech in it uh, yeah you know i, I don't think i don't think so yeah. because i i know that people have already uh pulled the starfox 2 rom mm, off of yeah. it and have already added on the cartridges and mm-hmm. stuff so yeah. it seems like uh it seems like they have a universe or a, a, an emulator that's able to respond to oh this is a super fx chip mm-hmm. or oh right. this is a sg1 or whatever mm-hmm. interesting um yeah all right yeah uh, I'm, it's I'm, cool. It's cool. You should go out and buy one. I know. I should just walk oh. out of the store and buy one. Justin sends yeah. me links every like couple of days, and I, res- <laughs> I I click on them within three seconds, and they're already gone. I mean, for what it's worth, like we're seeing, a, we are seeing these things very slowly, but they are trickling. It's again, I mean, it's way better slowly. than the, yeah. the the last year with the NES Classic. Absolutely, sure. it still sucks. And it but. seemed like if if I had wanted to get up at five o'clock in the morning and go to Target, I probably could have gotten one. You were awake at five yeah. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, but I was watching. A, I, I was responsible for human life at five o'clock. In Bring the morning. him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Throw that kid in a Target. <laughs> um. But anyway, so that's cool. I'm looking forward. To, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's the per- per- place I want to test it out. Is online. For our video game system at Target, um, yeah. the true bonding experience. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. In a couple of years, um, it sticks with him. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he would remember it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you see that thing? There was a, a, just a, as a quick aside uh, on Twitter moments like last week. There was they, they were like kind of like an interview or like almost like a Reddit AMA, but on Twitter, I don't know what they call that. 
um, with a woman who is like one of 80 people in this world, in the world with this disorder where she can literally remember every day of her life. Oh, like her earliest memory was at 12 days old and oh, from wow. 12 yeah. days old to now she can like, you could be like, where were you on July 13th, 1975? She's like, well, I was doing this. Oh, wow. Does she have like, is it it's like is Mary it Lou Henner? Kind of like weird like, like it, I, I like it like a disease or something like that like no but like it's just like this disorder right, that, maybe like a disorder like maybe like yeah. some kind of like spectrum or autism maybe yes or? she does she she like yeah. on her twitter profile she like the last thing she wrote down like has autism hmm. um, yeah. yeah mary lou the actress mary lou henner has that like yeah. she has the perfect recall thing it's crazy yeah i got a cousin greg that like he he's autistic and he he can like like, hey, what's the phone number for that Burger King in Waco, Texas? Oh, it's this number. And it's just like, oh, my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. He knows it. So maybe Des <laughs> has that and he would remember. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Like, me and my... That would be, that would be a long memory. <laughs> right. 12 days. 12 days, yeah. Um... <laughs> remember that time, Dad, when you took me to Target? Um, so, uh, Kelsey, you brought your 3DS again and you're playing Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. Yeah. Yeah. So Metroid, not the swan song. It's gonna. We we still have more to do on the 3ds. Yeah. It was um. It was a Nintendo week for me. So I played a lot of uh, Mario because I'm writing a review on it. So um, I tend to like Mario games. So I decided that I would take this one, try it out, and make way for Mario Space Odyssey. Um, but this one was like a a classic um, RPG. Uh, not RPG, sorry, GRPG. And um, but wasn't what was interesting about it? Do you want me to like talk about it? Yes, yeah, yeah that's what I mean. Okay. I was it was a, I was doing a smooth no. segue into you talking about it, Kelsey. <laughs> Jeez, uh, um, it's a remake, by the way, of a, yeah. of a Game Boy Advance. The Game, Game Boy Advance. Okay, Game. okay, yeah, all right, yeah, because I have to write a review on it, so I did a lot of like research mm. um, on it, and I was kind of afraid like that I wouldn't have the nostalgia factor and I would go into this game and I wouldn't like it as much as like other people seem to be liking it like I was reading a lot of reviews and people were like um talking like semi-highly about it um but uh, no the game mechanics are actually interesting uh with this one a like the a button works for Mario the b button works for Luigi and then x um functions for both of them and it was confusing at first when you're just starting out in the game and like you might want to make Luigi jump, but you're so uh, used to pressing A that Mario jumps and then Luigi gets hit. Uh, but once like you get into it, it makes the game like not more challenging because once you're used to it, uh, but like less redundant, I find. Like instead of constantly pressing A um, to attack throughout the whole entire game, you're trying to like incorporate two attacks sort of at the same time because you don't know where the enemy is going to roll like they give away clues but um at the gist of it like it could be either or um and i do like jrpgs i mean i love pokemon i've played most of the games i guess in the recent years so uh i was sure i was gonna like it the only thing is that um the mini game that comes with this uh, re-release Bowser's Minions. Um, it's a strategy, a turn, turn-based strategy, I think it's called, or I'm not sure, but basically it's like Risk, 
but you don't do anything. So you pick your your characters that you want to incorporate in the army, uh, like the 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 baddies, the bad guys, and then it's like rock paper scissors. It's whoever beats the other first, and you're sort of watching. So that's the only part of the game that I wasn't really into, but uh, thankfully it wasn't like um, mandatory. So I've heard not good no, things about I mean, that from all the reviews. That's the, that's like the ding yeah. that everyone gives it is that mini game. It's a bummer. Yeah. Yeah, because it's not engaging. Like there's nothing really that keeps you wanting to play. It's sort of like grindy, but not in not in like a fun way. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. sort of like grinding, but you're not doing anything. You're just watching. Okay. Majority of the time. It doesn't sound fun. Yeah. It so sound like a good time. <laughs> and so like going back to the superstar saga like i actually liked it more because i was like oh what a relief (laughs) that was their grand plan sorry matt go ahead no do you know how much of a difference it is like have they added anything to the main game from the Uh, advanced game yeah well i had yeah because i wanted to make sure like i didn't sound like an idiot uh in my article so like i had to read a little bit from the old one um but most of it is like incorporating like a double jumps to inflict more damage that was one of the major changes and incorporating uh two separate buttons for luigi and for both of them yeah i mean that would make sense because the 3ds has you know it has a x y and a b where the game boy advance just had a b so yeah they would have to add something you know like it, it at first you have to get used to it because it's very it's easy to just like constantly press a um and so like luigi took a lot of a lot of damage in the beginning and I felt kind of bad <laughs> or like he would fall. It. Yeah. That's what he's there. That's what he's there for. <laughs> they yeah. make fun of him so much in this game. I don't appreciate yes, they do. it. That's kind of, <laughs> I think that's kind of where a lot of the, like Luigi's kind of like, Luigi's mansion. And this game is like, yeah, Luigi's really weird. Yeah, that yeah, Luigi's Mansion like a, was definitely the one. I feel so yeah, bad. It, it's, it's that it's that Game Boy Advance GameCube era. Yeah, yeah. It's like he's kind of a psycho. He's like a he's like a weird guy that does like a robot dance all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because before that, he was just the guy who jumped a little bit higher. <laughs> yeah, he just he did that flutter jump. The flutter you know? jump. Now, yeah, yeah. yeah they don't even uh, call him by his name. They they say Green Guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has. Good. They're like Mario and you. Mm-hmm. It's like come on, like they're brothers. Have you played the uh, the Paper Mario one where he like becomes like a secret agent like ninja guy? I played Paper Mario, but not a lot. So it's it's not it's not the it's not the sixty four. It's one of the later ones, but like he becomes like uh, he has like a goofy name, but he comes like he he wears like a mask and like all black, and he he has this real crisis of identity. Well, I mean, in I Mario versus that. Mario and Rabbids, he like snipes people with a vacuum cleaner. So they also make fun yeah. of him in that game too. Uh, what? They also make fun of him in that game. Oh yeah, too. definitely. Well, yeah, he's like the guy you Why? make fun of because he's the brother. Because he's for dude, Luigi. he's a weird guy. Because he's for player Luigi. two, you know. That's why. Because you know, that's like he's yeah. the he's the ultimate underdog or ultimate like little brother character. Um, that's cool though. I mean, and and how is the like humor and the writing in it? It's good. Yeah. It's good. Like, I know that the jokes to Luigi are, are meant to be funny. Uh, <laughs> are meant as, like, a serious, biting criticism of yeah. Luigi. <laughs> it, no, it's cute. The writing's good. Um, I love Fawful. Never met him before. Love him a lot. Um, he's actually really funny. And I I forgot her name. The witch. 
Clacoretta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's There's a lot too. of Bowser crying in that game, if I remember correctly. Bowser's, ba- Bowser's really funny, actually. Yeah. In the beginning, yeah. he goes, uh, like, Peaches, her, her, her voice explodes, like, her speech, I guess you could say. And so Bowser's like, yeah. how am I supposed to steal her? Mario, do something. That's right. Like and, her I, speech, and I actually laughed. Her speech balloons, like, become, like, bombs or something. Isn't that correct? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah the letters exactly. fall and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and Bowser's mad because he can't bring her on the ship. He's upset. Yeah. And so he demands that Mario fixes it. Sometimes Nintendo was very weird. <laughs> um, Thank God. Uh... So you've also been playing some Splatoon 2, I know, Kelsey, and some Zelda Breath mm-hmm. of the Wild. We obviously talked mm-hmm. about those games quite a bit, but you want to give us a little quick update on, on how you're doing on both? Tell them how you texted me. <laughs> okay, so I was looking at my Switch and I saw um, Zelda and I was like, oh man, I haven't played this game in forever. I feel so guilty. So I opened it up and I'm at this point I'm still trying to hunt uh, the boar, right? So I'm running down and I run into this valley and all of a sudden, like the, the title card, like at the top appears and it says like stone palace. I'm like, what the hell is this? Oh boy. And then all of a sudden it scared the shit out of me. The rocks burst up mm-hmm. and attacked me. And I was like, what the hell is this? And so I just closed it and I texted Justin. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I got so scared. All in cap. She's like, what is this stone talus that attacked me for no reason? <laughs> like, oh, those guys get used to those guys. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so was- but I managed to uh to kill a boar and I got the winter jacket. Good, good. Um but then I realized that the stamp that I had put on that what I thought was that um, temple was a good like hundred feet away, and I was going the wrong way, and so now I have to figure out how to get to the other place. So I did all that for nothing, basically. Wait, okay. you, you kill a boar? And that yeah, game? I killed a boar. Why? No, to, to like to get a winter coat. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I killed I to get the raw meat. And then you bring it to the old man, and then you cook with the spicy peppers and the sea bass, mm-hmm. and then you you toss it, <laughs> and then it makes the spicy dish that he loves, and then he gives you the winter coat. Weird. I never did that. I didn't have How a winter. How did you get your winter coat? I, I thought that was the only way. No, I didn't have one for a long time, and I just ventured into cold areas anyway because I'm a badass, and I died a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and eventually, yeah, well, I made my way to. Last, uh, like, a minute. What's the what are the the flying people? Oh, I don't remember the what well, I know what they're called. The birds you're talking the about. The birds, yeah. yeah. Rutos, Rutos. Oh yes. yes. I made yeah. it to Ruto? like Ruto Village or mm-hmm. uh and they're like, You wanna Rizuto? buy stuff? Here's yeah. some here's some cold weather gear. And I was like, Oh <gasps> I that... needed this like twenty hours ago, but thank you. I definitely bought stuff like to get the cold weather gear, I think. Wow. <laughs> Matt is showing us a picture of Ninja Luigi right now. Mr. L. Mr. L. Okay. Very nice. And and, and I remember the whole game, like, everybody's like, who is that? (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) So stupid. Um, So uh, how much Splatoon 2 do you play, Kelsey? Uh, Like, maybe half an hour a day i just get really easily like annoyed Mm. when i play because a lot of the time like when i lose i don't lose because we didn't paint enough 
often it's like there's always someone who leaves and so I can only take so much in in a short amount of time mm. okay <laughs> so much. I don't know if it's if it's my area but like I find it there's at least like one in three matches someone just leaves hmm. that's it's so it's really annoying yeah mm. Maybe they see that you're there, Kelsey, so then they leave. I, okay, Terrified. I really do feel like people pick on me. Sometimes <laughs> people chase me with um, with their rollers and they, then they attack me. They're very easy targets with those rollers, just so you know. They're like, they can't really go anywhere with them. You can kind of see exactly where they're going to go. I love people with rollers. I get, the, yeah, I get see, those little... you would pick on me. I get those little splackulies. I love the rollers. And I like, just like, you just roll around them. <laughs> Oh, They're right. easy targets. Okay, Justin. I love You're a badass. I'm not a badass. It's we just like, it. the, the, like the roller, it, it, like they nerfed <laughs> it so hard in this game, apparently, because if you see somebody with a roller, there's ways of getting like, to like in the first game, you can't really escape from them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. in this game, they made it so like a couple of people can get away from those guys pretty quickly. All right. <laughs> Ruin the game. Um, Justin, let's you and I talk a little bit about Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of War. Shadow of War. Shadow of War door. Oh. Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Shadow of War. What a stupid name. Because apparently they picked Middle Earth as like the name that people would be thinking about with the game when everyone just called it Mordor. Mordor. <laughs> so you took the one word out of it that people like identified it with. Um, so, uh, yeah, sorry. Middle Earth Shadow of War, which is the sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Our game of the year. Yes. 2014. 14. Many people's games of the years that year. It was a bad year. It was not a great year. I mean, not a great year. Shadow of Mordor was a really good game. Yes, it was. Um, and it would be a probably top 10 game any year, if not a top five game in a year. But it was just, it was a number one game <laughs> that maybe year. Not, maybe not this year, but most years. No, most years. No, this year is crazy. This year is totally different. This year, there's like... This year is going to be an like, actual bloodbath. There's like five, this could be the best game of all time games or whatever. So we can't, we can't worry about that. But um, Zelda. It's, it's Zelda. <laughs> We'll no, see. The, we no. shall see. <laughs> All right. We still have Mario to come out, Matt. Okay, but, you know, Zelda. does he ride a skeleton horse? <laughs> we don't know. Maybe he, he maybe, becomes a skeleton maybe horse. He throws oh, my God. He a dinosaur. The skeleton, <laughs> skeleton horse gets a mustache. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just bit my lip so hard it's bleeding. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I loved Shadow of Mordor. It was my favorite game of that year. Um, I thought that it did a lot of interesting things with um, with its com with its like Assassin's Creed traversal system and its Batman combat system. And of course, the Nemesis system was awesome, like that, that tree of of enemies and how they sort of built and how you could dominate and you could make work your way up. And by the end, you had like a nemesis of your own. I thought that stuff was all really cool. Um uh, you know the story as Lord of the Rings fan was ridiculous and and not very good, <laughs> uh, but uh, understatement. But but, but at least the, the story was at least like there was a couple interesting beats in it where I was like oh, okay, and it was driven at least by like a narrative that you know I, I at least found interesting, if not particularly good. I guess what I would say. I was never like oh story stuff. I don't want to look at this stuff, you know. Um, and so it's been now it's three years since since that game and, and and shadow of war is here uh and they've completely blown out the nemesis system it's huge it's even bigger now there are there the game is bigger there there is more trees there's more complicated systems in it there's more 
like captains and stuff to fight. There's way more of them to the point where like you're running into the, like three of them at one time, like a lot. Um, it still has the great voice acting and stuff with the orcs. Like they're all, they're all sort of very, they have a lot of personality and there's a lot of cool stuff. Um, they really, really focus down on that system and making it bigger and in a lot of ways better. Uh, it feels like that was the only thing they spent time changing or enhancing, which I mean, double down thing that was good about your game, but I feel like the story is worse and and so much less because they packed the game with so much more stuff like in between. Like, I feel like the story threads get lost very easily. Like I'm like, okay, I'm doing a story mission. What's going on? Like that's sort of how I feel when I play it. Um, And I feel like the game, there's nothing wrong with the way the game plays or feels the traversal system is still very good. The combat is still good. The mechanism is cool, but I'm just not feeling excited to play it when 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 I think about it. So, what what do you think, Justin? I am just about where you are with it. Um, how far are you in right now? Uh, not that far. I mean, I'm in like the second area, like the Sirith Ungle. Have you returned back to Minas Tirith? Is it Minas Tirith? Minas Ithil. Okay, and then. It's a whole other call of wax with the, the with the with the Lord of the Rings story that like really bothers me. Like, qu- just a quick aside, Minas Ithil is um, the like the sister city to Minas Tirith. It falls like a thousand years before the Lord of the Rings ever begins, and it's still standing. And it becomes Minas Morgul, which is like the place where the nine ring wraiths live. It's the place that like Frodo and Sam and Gollum are like climbing up the giant tower in Mordor and then like, and then like it turned green, it turns green. And then like the, the thing come flying out of it, that, that happens like a thousand years before Lord of the Rings. It falls to the orcs and to Sauron and they twist it into this horrible place where these, these nine Kings live And this, like, this is like 20 years before Lord of the Rings or something. And like, it's, um, it's still standing and it's still part of the war. Anyway, Uh. anyway, um, so I'm only a little bit ahead of you. Like I, I've returned there okay, for yeah, my I next couple back. of missions. Um, I think they, except for the Nemesis system, they made the game worse in every possible way. Mm. Uh, yeah. The Nemesis system is really cool. Like they, they, I mean, they, like you said, they, they've blown that out. They've added in way more orcs, way more things that like these guys are immune to and, yeah, and things yeah. like that. Um, but like it just. Lots of it don't feel real good. Like in the first game, you had this giant semi-big open world area that eventually moved into a second semi-big open world area. Two kind of big open maps. Like the way they're doing it now is they're structuring it where it's like slices of Mm -hmm. open worlds. So like you have a slice here where you're in that city and then you move on to the next part, which is like mostly a cave system with Mm -hmm. like a little bit of a city. And then we're going to move on from there. But it's not like it like you're in this like giant connected world. You're getting like little bits and pieces of it. And so far, the first two pl- pieces, uh, the first two places I've been are incredibly bland. Yeah, I would agree and with that. Ju- like the first the first game was nothing to like jump up and down about looks no. wise. This is worse. Yeah. And I feel like the yeah. cutscenes and everything like they didn't. There's not a more forgettable looking dude than Talion in the yeah. history of video games. No, definitely not. Um. Yeah, his model is bad. The orcs are pretty lovingly rendered. Yeah. But, like, the human characters are... But I will say, after the 45th time I've encountered another orc captain, I just want the ability to skip past whatever nonsense they're saying. Oh, I know, I know, I know. 
because you'll get like like you said you will get ambushed by two or three of them you'll be fighting one you'll turn a corner into another yeah. and oh, and then another second later you're being ambushed by a third yeah. and you have to listen to all three of them <laughs> go on for 15 to 20 seconds about how they're going to cook your innards yeah hey man oh. fresh yeah and they all have like disturbingly british accents yeah, they do yeah it's very like, british not how I, I picture an orc sounding <laughs> like there's a like i'm not one for like lord of the rings lore i could really care less mm. i could take it or leave it i'm just not a huge fan of the right, series right, I, like, I think it's cool but yeah i'm never gonna get like i would have never picked up on that right um but it's not the picture i, I like not how i picture orc sounding so yeah. there's this huge disconnect of like yeah you're just a man in a recording studio saying <laughs> these weird things right what the game does excel at is it is one of those really good feeling like scratch your back by the numbers checklist games yeah like the far cry games are i have a thing i have to go do this mm -hmm. and then go do this and there's an additional challenge to do this and then i get this um i like the way um the numbers go up in the game yeah, like, yeah I, like, I get you i like the loot like i like i like the idea of them dropping loot and then you getting a piece of loot equipping it and being like oh this epic piece if i complete this challenge i could upgrade this chess piece from 340 defense to like 360 yeah yeah. and it's like oh cool i got a legendary piece once i unlock this this like difficult challenge then a whole bunch of like sub uh stats will like come mm -hmm. onto this armor i think all that's really cool yeah. and I, I i like the idea of i mean i know a lot of games do this but i'm always reminded of marvel heroes like you get a gem if you get three of the same type of gem you can upgrade that gem into the next level and now mm -hmm. you have one of those mm -hmm. And if you get three more of the same type of gem, and so you could take these gems, which will be like increase your XP or your armor um, or, you know, lifesteal and put it on different things. And it's like, oh, if you put this lifesteal gem on armor, it will do this. It'll give you more defense. But if you were to take this wealth gem and put it on armor, it might give you an experience bonus. But if you were to take the... the um, the health gem and put it on a weapon it'll give you lifesteal like i like when yeah, games no, give you yeah, those yeah. type of systems it's just like i don't i like all that i like the nemesis system but when i'm playing it it's like mm, like I, i'm enjoying it but i i feel no desire to play it yeah and apparently this is a long game yeah that's what i heard yeah I, people like i was listening 40 to the, hours yeah listening to the bombcast today and Ugh. brad seems like said he was like on his 60th hour yeah and like the first game what? was at the perfect length. Yeah. I platinum that game in like 35 hours. Yeah, if you play it once through, it's like 15 hours. Yeah, yeah. And I got everything in like 30 hours, yeah. which I feel is like for this type of game, like yeah. for that game, it was acceptable, but yeah. they've blown everything out here. But from the end, mm. like it sounds like there's a, like a bunch of grinding that you might need to do um, to get to the end game. Right. And there is a lot like there's a lot of content in this game. Yeah. There's bases to take and then bases to defend yeah and there's always these orc things like you you're building your own army i haven't even, i've been playing the game for like i'll say like seven or eight hours i'm not even i haven't even started the army stuff yet. well yeah i don't have even the power to like dominate people yet yeah and so like they this seems like a game where they were like we want people to be playing this longer so let's add in, add in loot boxes yeah. and stuff but also let's just make the game way longer and like this isn't a game that needed it yeah yeah I, I, yeah I'm, d I'm disappointed definitely just because I, I devoured that first game and, and this one i'm just not feeling it and it's like because they crushed everything into these smaller areas 
there isn't any breathing room between when you're doing things. It's like I'm constantly running into orcs. Yeah. Nonstop. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm fighting this grown group of orcs. And now there's just another group that's joined this group of orcs that I'm fighting. And I have to fight more of them. And the combat is f fun. Don't get me wrong. But like, it's just a lot of like, OK, square, 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 triangle, square, 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 you know, triangle. And then, OK, I'll hit triangle and circle and do an execution. And like, like it, it it's not satisfying in a way that um, that makes me excited to keep these regular encounters going and going and going. And like, I, I like you have like this in the, in the other game, right? You would, you had this big, big, big open world. So when you did like your super jet speed, man, like, you know, when like your, your elf speed, like it was pretty, it worked because like you're just running all these vast open areas, <clears throat> but at least especially in like the first city, like if I start going really fast, like, I got to stop in two seconds because I'm going to slam into a wall. Because, it's like that in the first two areas. Yeah, because you can't turn fast enough to go down a street. And like, it's like, why give me this ability if it's not going to play well? Like, I'm being very down Can in the I game. Can something? Yes, Kelsey. Um, is this... I heard like there are some rumors, but I'm not sure if this is the game. Is this the one where you... It's like you pay to win. Is that what it is? Well, what happened was there was... Before the game came out, they, there was loot boxes you can mm -hmm. buy to get like um epic and legendary loot like advancements yeah but but from all i've heard like you don't have to spend any money in it to for to, to, to do it. it's just like if you want to speed things up for yourself like you can buy this stuff but it's a single player game so it's not like there's like much reason to yeah, do it no, the thing that i've heard is um same thing that you you get like i i have a ton of currency all the time mm -hmm. and yeah i can't buy the gold loot boxes but i'll get that gear anyway like yeah. i already have four out of five slots with legendary mm -hmm. gear as it is but my worry is in the end game mm -hmm. you gotta I, I forget exactly I, or i i don't exactly know what you have to do in the end game to get to the final like the like the the one true ending right um but apparently it involves having like a lot of very high level orcs and that's where you could either grind for a long time or you could be like well i'm just gonna pop down 10 bucks and get a whole bunch of loot boxes and get these high level orcs that way and just like yeah. skip a whole lot of it. Right. And that's where I feel like if that's the, if that's the way that the game is, like I'll probably stop playing then and I won't care about getting whatever true ending it is. Yeah. I mean, I already have this feeling right now playing it. I'm like four, five or six hours in, like I'm not going to finish this game because I just, because I just don't have, I, I don't have the excitement to sit down and play it. The one thing that's keeping me going is I know that you eventually fight, was it a Balrog? Oh yeah, fight Balrog, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like, I want to see that. Yeah, totally. Like, I want to, I want to see that stuff, and so I will, I, I, I will probably finish this game. Um, but I doubt very much. Like, if there is a ton of grinding I have to do, like, like in like another WB game, like Arkham Knight, mm -hmm. where you had to get all the Riddler trophies, right, yeah. to see like the the big ending, the big ending. And like, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. getting Riddler trophies, yeah. so like I gladly did that. Yeah. But like, I'm not at the place for this game uh, with this game where I want to keep playing it just to play it. Yeah. And like, granted, that may change. Like, I may fall into like I may get into one of those loops where yeah. it's like I'm enjoying this. Yeah. And from what I've heard, the for like people like playing for the, like the first 30 to 35 hours yeah no i've heard that and, too. but they're like oh it's the second 30 that are really bad and it's like <laughs> oh god no mario comes out next week it's a lot of time to invest to yeah. be like oh i don't want to play this anymore um so yeah I, i've played that and i'm gonna keep, i mean i'm gonna give it probably another six seven hours you know to see like if it, if it really grabs me because it is good for like mindless just just go yeah you know and, and that's I, I i have a place for that in my life right now so uh it works out fine but like 
Um, I hope it, it grabs me a, a, a little bit more. Um, and also like, it's, it's weird because like, and again, it's just because it's a sequel and like they have to do this, but like, you know, I, I, some parts of me wish they had bucked like the whole, like, Oh, when you start the next game, you lose all the powers that you had before, you know, you don't lose all of them, but like, come on, I can't, like, I, I had, I could do like that shadow strike, like before, you know, I could, I could dominate people. And that's like, now I have to artificially wait 10 or 15 hours to get that stuff back. Yeah. Um, and I don't know why they made Shelob a sexy lady. It's the stupidest thing in the entire world. It, it is very dumb. Like just created the spider. Yeah, yeah. The spider. They made her into a, Oh, she's a spider sometimes, but she also becomes a sexy lady. Like that's what, that's what she also is who, yeah, you collect her memories throughout the game. And it's like the Assassin's Creed thing where you collect the memories and like the, the thing, like the movie fills in as you do it. And they're definitely hinting that she, yeah. like, did it with Sauron, like, in the past or something. Like, so, like, <laughs> they were lovers or something. In the books, I mean, Shelob is technically a fallen, like, spirit thing, but she's, she's a fucking spider. She's a so spider, fuck you, yeah. She's yeah. anything else, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's a giant spider. It looks like she could be. I'm with you. Of... I'm with you. I mean, yeah. I, can, I can nerd out and, like, say, well, I guess I can see that, but fuck it. It's a spider. Yeah. It's, it's it looks enough. like she could go from sexy lady to spider yes. at will. I don't need that. Yeah, that happens in the very beginning of the game. <laughs> um, if we only no, all had that and, ability. And it's this weird thing where like, I think at the <laughs> end, the end of the first game, they were like, oh, we didn't know if we're, well, I'm assuming they made it. They didn't know if it was going to be successful because it was like coming out of nowhere and it came out of nowhere. People were like, oh, this game's actually good. Mm -hmm. Like that was sort of like the sentiment when that game came out. So at the end, they do this thing where like they're like, we had to build a new ring. I couldn't even tell you what the ending of that game was. And they build because the ending's really bad of, of the first game. Like I didn't remember almost any of the story of the first um, game. I mean, I remember that. I remember like the basic piece of the story. But at the end, he goes like, we're going to build a new ring, and they build a new ring, and that's how this game. This game like begins where the last game ended, and they build the new ring, but then like somehow <coughs> they're like in Mount Doom building a new ring, and then like they finish it, and just as they finish it, I guess like Shelob steals the, the the elf man Celebrimbor like out of your body and the only reason you're alive is because you have the ring on which has like his like power in it then you go and you you go down and you f tutorial your way down to Shelob and then she's like give me the ring and then I'll give you him back and you're like oh okay and so you throw the ring over and then you get him back and I'm like what the hell was the point of like building the ring if you were gonna just do this at the very beginning it's just like I don't mean to criticize the story too much because they obviously don't care about the story at all. But like, it's just as a Lord of the Rings fan, it's 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 a little bit weird. Um, so yeah, I played that and I played a bunch more of Golf Story, um, which I only played a very little bit last time. I'm enjoying it. Like, I, I'm definitely like I, I'm 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 kind of burning on it a little bit. I mean, I put a bunch of time into it. I I think I'm, I unlocked like the fourth course. Okay, so point. you're way ahead of me now. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I unlock like the fourth course and like I like playing it and it's like a good like I'm just gonna sit down and play for 10 minutes and like 20 minutes, 30 minutes and, and play some missions and get some play some courses. Um, there's a couple things like I hate the Frisbee golf stuff and there's a point in the story where they make you do it like a couple of times. I like how the tutorial for that never explained that you could actually move the disc. I know I just that was just trial and error. Yeah. And at one point, I accidentally put the frisbee into one of the girls that were like you're trying to yeah. play with, and it just kept bouncing off her head, <laughs> and the game locked up like that. Oh just boy. like, and I was like, oh, how far did I just lose this like <laughs> my progress? But it was only like five minutes. So like I, a couple of quality of life things for the game that, that that bother me, and it's you know it's 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 obviously a labor of love, and like it it's probably made by a small team, but like 
So you have like you do you have like side missions, let's call them or whatever. You go to people and they're like, oh, can you hit like six golf balls into this circle on the green or whatever, you know? And you have a you have like eight shots to do it or something like that, right? But like if you miss the first like five times, you have to keep shooting until all the balls are gone, even though there's no possible way you can succeed. Or alternatively, you could nail your first six yeah. and still have to shoot the final two. Yeah, and you don't get any anything bonus for keep going. And if you do fail, and this is the part I really don't like, it's not like, oh, do you want to try again? You have to like go back out to the world, and then you have to talk to the person again. And it's like, they always have like, four or five lines of dialogue before they let you just hit. Yeah. I want to do this thing. Yeah. And I'm like, I've already talked to them. Just let me go into like the, I just want to do this thing thing that, that, that part, like it, 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 but it's, it's very charming. It's, it's, it's very, it's perfect for like my situation right now. Um, it's just like, I, I think like the, the, the charm or the story aspect of it, is starting to lose it for me at this point. Like, I'm just kind of like... Are you, I wouldn't be surprised if you're near the end. It's not very long. No, I, don't, I think I'm near the end. I think there's one more course after the one I'm on, and I think it's done. Um, I think it's only like 15, 10 hours, 10, 12 hours, something like that. Yeah, I think so. I think. Um, but it's fun, don't be wrong. And I think, I don't know if I... The last time I was on the show, I talked about this. I beat SteamWorld Dig 2. I don't remember if I said that last time, but that game is very fun. The game is a game that everybody should play. I I enjoyed my time with it. I need to get back to it. It's really fun. And the end boss is fun. Um, and it's short. It's like six hours, but it's like the perfect length. Um, and they leave it open to like sort of like maybe Steam Universe dig or something in the, in the, in the future. So <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. It's a very cool game. Um, it was that, that was a good couple weeks for like Metroidvania style games with that and, and Metroid uh, Samus Returns. Um that's it. That's all. That's all I've been doing. Um, Matt, you play some of the Battlefront Two beta? Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's fun. Um, <laughs> I did as well. But but uh, I don't know, man. I'm getting some weird vibes there on the whole. I just want to play a game, you know. Like I, it's very, you know. I'm talking about loot boxy and <laughs> yes, <laughs> like. Like, we don't have to do this, you know. But you we do have to do it now. Star Wars. You have to do it we now. Just be Star Wars. It's 2017. It's that. That's the way of the world at this point. They they canceled the good Star Wars game uh, too. We're gonna talk. About, we're gonna talk about we're that. Talk about that. Yeah, we're gonna talk. That's about what that. happens when you have loot boxes in your game. Your game gets canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like this I, game have loot boxes? No, you're canceled. That's what they said. Um, but I will say Star like Star Wars I, and video games come together. I know. <laughs> I I agree with you. I got to play. A couple of matches of it. Um, After your giant declaration, I don't need to play it. It's coming out soon. I'm going to wait. I did. <laughs> I, I, I decided. All right. Well, I waited to the open because I still couldn't find my receipt with the code on it. So I was like, ah, let me just download it and play like a couple of matches. Hugh actually texted me. He was like, oh, mister, I don't I don't need to play it right now. I can wait. Is, look at what he's playing. OK, Hugh. <laughs> Go back and play some more soccer. Um <laughs> It's a weird insult. I don't know. It's all I could think, all I could think of at the time. Go play soccer. He's playing. A, he's doing his stream thing with his soccer yeah, game. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I played like three matches of it, and I agree. Like, I, I think it would just be nice if if they took the whole loot box thing out. Um, especially, they, they, I mean, there was a lot of the last like two weeks. There has been a lot of hubbub about yeah. loot boxes and games, yeah. and so like the director of it wasn't the director, but I think like one of the heads of EA were like, "We hear your feedback." Don't worry, we're changing a bunch of a bunch of things oh, because yeah. it seemed like you could get the best star cards to put on your weapons 
by just you by playing the game because you get them out of loot boxes. But if somebody was like, well, I bought the game for sixty dollars and I'm going to put another fifty dollars into it, you'd have those star cards much faster than somebody like Matter Me who'd be just be playing yeah. for fun and it'd be like, oh, cool, like your blaster has no like no cooldown to worry about yeah that stuff is tough with stuff that actually affects like yeah like the, like the the quality of the game yeah. like your, your ability in the game yeah i don't like i'm not a fan of of that type of system at all um because like yeah it's not pay to win because i could get that card on my first loot box mm-hmm. but it's random yeah so it's not you're not on like i don't like games where it's not an even playing field yeah no i, get I don't you. mind having loot boxes adding cosmetic items and hey if you want to put loot boxes in your stupid single player game Mm -hmm. as long as it doesn't like as long as you're not building the game for that if it's like i've got disposable income and i don't know what to do but i don't have a lot of time in my life Mm -hmm. if i just want to level maxed out character and it costs me five bucks to do it whatever i realize games are more expensive to make than ever and the prices of games have not rose since the launch of the 360 yeah it's true so if this is a way for developers to make more money, mm-hmm. uh, fine. Mm-hmm. And if it keeps studios in business, because as we could see, big publishers have no problem closing down studios yeah. left and right, fine. But like, I don't like the way, I don't like when you're getting these advantages in the game, even if it's temporary until I unlock that card. Like that yeah. kind of drives me crazy. Uh, but as far as playing the game, did you like playing the game, Matt? Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, they did so many cool... Like, Battlefront 1, I loved it, you know? And it, they've, they've added so much content and so many locations, and they're acknowledging, like, prequel stuff and sequel trilogy stuff and Clone Wars, and, like, everything seems cool. Single player, cool. And then there's, like, all right, you loving it? We, we just took a shit on it. Do you like that? Like no, don't do that. You had such a, you had something so nice, and you had to just say, "You want to pay some more money?" No, I do not. I don't want to. I, I just hate. I, I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, it, just, it frustrates me to no end that it can't just be here. It's a good game. Yeah, we have to introduce like oh, but if you pay a dollar, you can your 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 gun can shoot forever, like, or it shoots in three different directions, and I. Well, like, the, fuck that. Just make it a good game. You're just, totally right. Um, I know. I know. It's. I know. I know. And that's what games are now. And well, it's not even that. It's I, not even. It's, that, it's, but, it's not even that. That's what games are now. But like the way. Like I don't want to make it sound like for somebody who's like, wait, that's how Star. Like that's how the game plays. Like mm-hmm. what they're trying to do is every match you play, you get credits, and then you you save up those credits, and you could buy a loot box which has right. three yeah. random cards in it mm-hmm. that you could equip on whatever class of person you're using. So say you're using one of the droids from the prequels in one of what mm-hmm. like in whatever match it is, like that droid might have a thing where it's like, oh, if you're playing the sniper droid, you get your blasts are more powerful. But it's like it's a random card that goes on. So it's not like you're like you're sitting there being like, oh, I'm going to buy this this particular card for five dollars. Like it, it's completely like randomized. I, I it all I sucks. Have, it all sucks. I agree, Matt. Yeah, I have no problem like with the with the system that they've had in the past. Like if someone wants to play, you know, four times more than I do, I'm okay with them kicking my ass. You know, but I just hate that. Like, but I also hate the just the the annoyance of it. Like I I always hate just like playing a game and it's like hey you know you're enjoying this game right you want to spend four dollars no i don't just i i I hate that that's even an aspect of it Mm -hmm. (sighs) i have to i have to i'm 
well it, I get... in mordor yeah. like in the pause menu there's like an ad below the below oh. the options that are like hey you know to come buy some currency it's a weird I, weird thing i would literally literally read i would literally prefer if instead of doing that, like when you're running around Naboo, there's just billboards for Doritos. <laughs> I would prefer that much more than just. I don't you, know if, if I you, believe that. Nope. I'd be totally cool with it. And I would prefer that more than, 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 than hey, pay $4 and an imaginary box goes chunk. <laughs> but how good is the chunk sound? Let's, uh, yeah, how, it's how, yeah, fine. How good is the loop box? Like, yeah, how good is the loop box? Sound? It's no Ben Burt, but it's fine. <laughs> That's an okay loot box. Oh, yeah. It's not the best I've seen. It's also not. Well, the it's worst. not Overwatch. Overwatch is really good. <laughs> Overwatch is the best loot box. Um, um, but I mean, like that's the thing. Like I feel like I mean, an Activision released that thing, right? That like made like three billion dollars from like in-game yeah. items, oh, like yeah. whatever yeah. this year. Um, but Overwatch does it well because Overwatch, it's only obviously all, all of its cosmetic, obviously, and then also like. It, you know, it, when you when you open a loot box, it'll say like, and you're out of credits. They'll be out of loot box. They'll be like, hey, you want to buy some more? But it's just like at the bottom, it just says like, hey, hit this button, you know. And like, it's a, it's not sh- pushy about it. It's not showy about it. Um, but that um, it's similar related in Battlefield One. They had they had boxes in Battlefield One, and you could buy. Yeah, I credits. mean, I, I want to see what it's like when I get the game and yeah. like, and come home and see what changes they've made yeah. to it. Um, because yeah, like. I mean, go on any freaking video game forum. Most of the threads are about loot boxes in gaming right now. People are it's not like happy. it is it is a big thing. It's and like, frustrating. Yeah, I mean, and then but again, there are there are there are multiple ways to look at it. Like, yeah, this sucks and I hate it. But would we rather have games be eighty dollars? Yes, you would pay more. Like, I, I'm asking. Like, I, I will. I would. Games I would. are eighty dollars for me. <laughs> That's true. Well, Kelsey, would you rather I mean, be, they be a buck twenty, yeah, or a hundred dollars, or whatever? <laughs> yeah, like, but I, I feel like the current model of games, uh, uh, like games development, feels unstable, and we're seeing this yeah. with the news about Visceral. Yeah. Uh, if you want to just jump to, yeah, it. I'll just jump to it. So in in the EA stable and the Star Wars stable, um, Visceral, uh, le- uh, led by Amy Hennig, who was created the Uncharted series, um, has been working on a third-person action-adventure Star Wars game for three years. Um, this, was it yesterday? Two days ago? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, when yesterday. we're recording this, uh, we learned that EA had shuttered Visceral and is, is reworking the game and sending it to another studio and making it completely different. And I'll read the... Um, I'll read the uh, this is the statement. I think your computer oh. screen went to sleep. Yeah, it went to sleep. <laughs> I was like, "What happened?" Yeah, sorry, you guys disappeared on us for a second because of. Okay, so the the um, the quote from Patrick Soderland, who is uh, the head of EA, said, "Our visceral studio has been developing an action adventure title set in the Star Wars universe. In its current form, it was a sh- it was shaping up to be a story based linear adventure game." Throughout the development process, we have been testing the game concept with players, listening to the feedback about what and how they want to play, and closely tracking fundamental shifts in the marketplace. It has become clear that to deliver an experience that players will want to come back to and enjoy for a long time to come, we need to pivot the design. Um, He said that Visceral will be ramping down and closing, and that we're in the midst of shifting as many of the team as possible to other projects and teams at EA. Lastly, he said, well, we had originally expected this game to launch in late or fiscal, 
It launched late in our fiscal year 2019. We're now looking at a new time frame that we'll announce in the future. Late fiscal 2019 could mean 2020. Yeah. So uh, a follow-up thing that Jason Schreier of Kotaku uh, tweeted today, and he's probably like the de facto reporter, I, I would say, for video games mm-hmm. right now. Is he says, I feel like I should clarify that despite today's hot takes, Visceral's game was not canned because it was single player from what I've heard. So the first comment to that says, so then why does EA make this weird statement? Yeah. And he says, because investors don't like hearing that the project was a mess. Mm. So if you think about it, that game started development three years ago and wouldn't be released for minimum two more years. Yeah. Um, he, and there was a there was a follow up by Sutherland who offered more details about it. He said a development team from across worldwide studios will take development of Ragtag, which is like the code name for the project, led by E Vancouver team that has already been working on the project. Steve Anthony will lead this team and will use much of the work that has been done to date by Visceral, the assets of Ragtag that have already been built to be the foundation of this new game. Um, so yeah, so I mean. What this, I mean, what this set off more than anything was this discussion about is the future of massive single player only games in jeopardy or in doubt. Um, and I, I always sort of try to be a little bit more level headed about these things. Cause like, as we know, the internet is like hot take city, like about everything. You know, and whether it be Game of Thrones or it be this or whatever, like everything is, this is the death of something or this is whatever, whatever. I I think that um, EA as a company is obviously focusing on this sort of games as a service loot box mentality. And that statement definitely, definitely alluded to the fact that like there, there will be more, uh, there will be that stuff in the game. Because, like, he wouldn't say, like, you know, talking about the length of people playing and changes in the marketplace, you know, he didn't, he didn't say the game was a mess, right? But, like... Yeah, he did I mean, he's never going to say that. He's not going to say that, but you don't have to say that, like, oh, we studied the marketplace. Like, that's a very obvious, like, we want to build a game that is a game as a service. Yeah. And I, it was a weird statement, too, because he was, like, it, shaped, it was shaping up to be a single-player action adventure game like that wasn't what they had planned it to be in the first place is a weird statement though the statement it it, i think is just trying to save face for the studio because i mean what jason had reported yesterday was like he had heard for months that that game was in serious trouble yeah right and visceral is one of their biggest studios Mm -hmm. amy hennig was a big hire and if you're doing a single player only game that takes five years of development time you're like it's hard to make your money back on those yeah but i mean I, like do you want like for them um did they think it was worth it to dump another possibly three years and develop in, well in obviously two, they do because they're giving it to their team i, that, I to me that to me that they're white they're wiping the slate clean and just moving and like taking some of those assets maybe and moving on and making a whole new game but i'm saying this particular game Whatever this game was called yeah is now the route it's gone the route of 1313 we'll yeah. ne- it'll never see the light of day yeah uh, it's a shame. I mean, I, I was looking forward to it. Um, and, and it's, it's a weird move. Uh, I think it's not a weird move, but it's a big move. Like you don't see this happen with big studios spend this long on a game and then cancel a game like this. It's almost unheard of. Oh, 
um matt has to go <laughs> yeah it, it sorry matt it's it sucks balls <laughs> but sorry Matt. I, uh, yeah that's all right matt's gotta go i i am with you uh ryan gosling investigator yeah, harrison yeah, ford gonna talk to a big old hologram girl or something yeah all right all right guys i'll talk to you all right bye matt all right um it's a shame matt had to go because i mean we know how matt had had plenty of hot takes he did have plenty of hot takes uh, kelsey what do you think about this um, I'm not quite sure how to feel. Like I find um when games get delayed, like they either come out or and they come out really well or they don't come out at all and then those parts of it are incorporated into something else. So I think it's just we have to wait, I guess. I mean two more years. Like it was, it's already been three years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it was supposed to come out in two years. Yeah, this. So thing, now who knows when this yeah, game they, is going to be? Yeah. No, well, oh, okay. So it's even more. Yeah, even more. Yeah. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Twenty. If they're building, let's just say, judging from that statement, if you look at the current games on the market, Destiny. <laughs> if they're building their own their own Star Wars Destiny, and they're just taking assets from a single player game, yeah, we're looking at like twenty twenty two. I mean, you would think though that like. I mean, who knows? I don't know what we don't know what respawn is working on, but you would assume respawn's working on like a first-person shooter. Right, right, right. So I would assume like that would be like the um the team that would do a game like that. I just don't know. Like I just it's it's a bummer to me just because I wanted to see what this game was. Obviously, if it was going to be a bad game, they're probably doing the right thing. And it takes a lot to take three years of work and and not not if not throw it out like severely like minimize what actually you're taking away from it yeah you know and, and we don't know no mention of amy hennig in, in in the statement they not in the statement directly um but if you search for it ea was talking to her about i like what she wanted to do like they, i think they were giving her options mm-hmm. like you could join this other studio and take over that project right. or we could cut you loose now mm-hmm. like it wasn't like they fired her. Right. I think they were giving her options of mm. where, like what she wanted to do. I mean, when we heard, right, it, it, talking about Jason Schreier again, the Mass Effect Andromeda stuff, right, which was that, like, a big problem with that game was using the... Um, Frostbite. Frostbite engine and something that wasn't a first-person shooter. Um, and obviously, the, if, you, if you're if you making a game at EA, you're using Frostbite. So whatever this game was being built on, it was being built on Frostbite. Um, I wonder if there was problems there as well putting yeah. it together um i don't know i was saying to you but amy hennig who worked on uncharted 4 for two years or a year or whatever it was and then got fired from that project went over here and started working on this project has been working on it for two or three years or whatever it's been like she's been working on games that her name hasn't won't ever be on yeah for four years it's like it's it's nuts that's sad and it's also yeah. said that visceral Got shuttered. Like, Visceral's the company suck. that made Dead Space. Yeah, it did make Dead Space. The thing about Visceral, though, is, is a lot of those people are gone. Like, that, they made when it made Sledgehammer. Like, that, the Sledgehammer Studios was people who left Visceral. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you remember, when they first started working over at Activision, they were, they were going to be working on a third-person Call of Duty game. Yes. Yeah. Like, the direct, I think it was the director of Dead Space 1... And two, I think, ended up going over there. 
still a lot of people. Oh, a lot of people worked at Visceral. Yes, absolutely. And it's it's really sad that it's people are. I mean, luckily they're saying they're gonna they're trying to put their jobs, they get them jobs other places in EA, which is that's a good thing to hear. They're not just getting laid off, but like, yeah, it sucks. I mean, when I think of Visceral, I also think like, oh god, they made Dead Space, but they also made Battlefield Hardline. Um, so <laughs> I know, but their last game was Battlefield Hardline. I know, and so it's like you made one of the most beloved. Yeah games on the 360 mm-hmm. in, or in that era and it's sequel mm-hmm. and unfortunately it's third and then, sequel. Then a third one but the third sequel was was fine it just, it just like you could tell they were they were shoehorning other things in there to try and keep that franchise alive and you saw like a, a former employee i think it was today came out on twitter and he st- or uh, he talked about how much dead space 2 sold yeah like it sold four, four million copies four million copies and it, but and it cost 60 million to make and Those, ea was like not good enough yeah which i mean like a third person horror game i don't know like <laughs> you know how but that's the thing is it's the rising cost of games yeah and the fact that games haven't changed prices like with inflation we're paying yeah. less for games than ever especially with like the length of game like you could buy during the genesis nes super nes era like you buy a game for like 80 or 90 dollars back then yeah i know and then you'd be done with it like three hours later yeah yeah that's true and now we're getting games where it's like yeah, this game's way too long. Mm-hmm. Like Shadow of War is sixty dollars, mm-hmm. but like Rex, right, it's, it's like way too long. But in the same breath, we're getting games like The Witcher or mm-hmm. The Witness, where it's like hundred to two hundred hour mm-hmm. games for the same price. Yeah, and like indies are doing better than ever. So mm-hmm. like that's why like the way that the AAA games business is right now is like it's like an unsustainable thing because people are freaking about out, out about loot boxes, but it's like. It's like weird because I'm like I I I feel like I'm I'm siding with like the corporate side of this, <laughs> right? But like I I step back and realize like I've been paying the same price of games. They've only gotten bigger and grander in scope, and like longer and everything. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like we're playing better we're playing better games now than we ever have. But like the prices haven't changed. But I know that that's that's not the same on the other side. Like the prices keep going up. Right. So like we're looking at it in in inevitable collapse. Again, if things don't change. Well, I mean, I don't think you're you're not really selling at the corporate side. What you're kind of thinking about is the developers who are making these games yeah. and now have unrealistic expectations about sales because they there's so much. The publishers are all awful. The like the publishers yeah, yeah, are the yes. ones that you get mad at. Yeah, yeah exactly. But like, I look at a, a studio like um, Monolith, which is making Shadow of War. Yeah. And like, I bet you, if you got in most of the people in that studio, they'd be like. Why the frick would we want loot boxes in here? Oh, yeah, definitely. People hate these things. Yeah. We're making a single-player game. Yeah. Why on earth are we being forced to do this? Yeah. But WB is like, you better put those loot boxes in there because we want people to pay more yeah. money for your game. Yeah, yeah. No, and it's yeah. it's why that you why now, like, it, it, when you when they sell games, they're always selling, like, three SKUs of big games, you know? Like, oh, here's the standard edition, here's the gold edition, here's the platinum edition, and it comes with season pass, or it comes with, all, you know, it, it, you know, whatever. Like, when I search Shadow of Mordor, Shadow of War on Amazon, the first one that comes up is the $99 yeah. one. Best value. Um, <laughs> what I think is, like, part of the problem, too, is, right, we don't know because these companies don't talk about it, right? Like, these big companies aren't going to tell you, Oh, the game cost this much to make, and we sold this many copies, and this percentage went to this real t- retailer, and this percentage went to the developer, and this is how much money we actually made on the game. Unless they're making billions, they'll tell you talk about when it's Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto or whatever, but they won't talk about it um, when, when it's when it's games that are in the middle of a range. And then smaller developers and publishers will talk about it because they have nothing to lose. So 
it's it's a weird it's a weird place. Um, and by the way, Sledgehammer Games was founded by Glenn Schofield and Michael Condry, and the pair formerly worked at Visceral Games and are responsible for the creation of Dead Space, but left before the development of the sequels. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's the thing is like I don't know, right? Because like a game costs sixty dollars, right? And if it sells. 10 million copies, right? That's $600 million. Like, just to talk about it before we talk about, like, what went where and what went where, you know? That's if everyone bought it at full. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, they, they, they don't talk about... They don't talk about... They don't really talk about budgets. Like, you know, they're just, like, movie studios. They won't talk about budgets, you know? But, like, what what does that mean for a game? Like, we, I, I feel like we've never really had a good breakdown of, like, okay, like, let's not talk about... Grand Theft Auto Five or whatever. Let's talk about Tomb Raider, the first Tomb Raider reboot, right? Which we heard sold like five, six, seven, eight million copies. Six million. And Square Enix called it a yeah. At six million, they called it a failure. They called it a failure, which is crazy. But is that just based on the fact that they thought that that they wanted it to sell ten million, or because it actually need to sell ten million to break even? Like, who knows? Like, what are they measuring it against? You know? So like, but we don't know these things because these companies won't ever tell you. And by the way, I just want to say. Look at your frozen face right now on the screen. <laughs> it's yeah, like staring good. at me. <laughs> um, uh, well, actually, it's looking at Kelsey because I think that's right after you get a text from Kelsey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but I don't know. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a crazy time. Um, uh, I mean, Kelsey, do you have any thoughts on like single player games and when you see items that you have to buy or them pushing you to buy stuff? Like, do you have feelings about that? Yeah, well, I've never, um, like, I like loot boxes. Like, I don't mind spending, like, a little bit of money on them to, like, get, um, like, fun things. But I feel like when things are pressured on me and, like, I feel like the company's demanding money on from me, it makes me uncomfortable. Like, if, they're, if they offer, like, a, let's say Overwatch, for example, like, they offer a skin... And they're like, it's in one of the loot boxes. It's a chance, you know. I, I don't mind spending like $10 on like five boxes. Like, that's fine. And with a chance that I might get a cool skin, that's cool. When I feel like they want to take money from me, like, especially in like a single player game, like the single player game should be made for me to be able to finish it without having to spend money. Mm -hmm. So, and it's like, I don't know. I guess in the U.S. prices for games haven't increased, but like in Canada they have, and they used to be like, depending on the game, it would be like between sixty to seventy, and like seventy was AAA games like max, and even at that they would be like sixty sometimes, and now they've increased to eighty dollars, some of them ninety, and like I just think it's a bit ridiculous, and to go on and then ask for extra like imply that we should spend extra money yeah like they're not foreseeing but they're implying yeah it, and it, it makes me very uncomfortable it makes me feel like i'm never going to be as good as other players perhaps or like the game becomes longer in my head to reach the end and like you already know i don't like playing like super long games so to have like to feel like i can't progress as quickly as other people like, I'm already starting off as a disadvantage because I don't want to spend money uh, makes me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but at the same time, like if someone wants to spend $80 on a game and then spend a hundred dollars on loot boxes, well, it's like he's, he spent that money. I didn't, but it's still, I don't know. It makes, it just makes me like, makes me feel like gross about the company sometimes. Like if, especially if it's implied. Yeah. Like if it's an option, I don't care because I don't, I won't, but like if it's implied, it makes me grossed out a little bit yeah it puts like they're greedy it puts you in a bad headspace with the game you know like you're, you're not yeah it, you know. it makes me not want to finish it it makes mm. me not want not feel encouraged about it yeah no I, and i totally understand that I, I think that the other thing too is like yeah like we've been paying the same amount of games for for a long time but like games want to be a mass market thing right they want to be a thing that you, you know not that people just do video game podcasts play that everybody will play. Right. And they, they, they want to get in those homes. And the problem too, is like $60 is like high. It's a high price to ask for, for people to, to compare it to other media. And yeah, of course there's a vast difference between like d- d- media, uh, all different medias. But, w- w- but when they go, okay, like um, if I want to buy a movie, you know, it's going to be $20, you know, but if I want to buy a game, it's going to be $60. You know, I could buy three movies for the cost of that. And yeah, of course, the hour counts, everything matters and the work matters. But it's also a thing where like if you game to like a budget thing, it's like, oh, games cost like 80, 90 million dollars to make the 100 million dollars to make. People are like, yeah, but movies cost 250 million dollars to make, you know, and they don't they're, they're not like they're, they're not threatening to be 60 dollars to buy them. And of course, there's a, a reason why that is because movies are hugely mass market and they make back their money from a lot more people. So they can, they can charge less, but that doesn't change like the optic of, of, for people who are looking to get into buying games, you know, the optic for like a, a parent who goes like, I don't want to spend $60 like, you know, yeah. on this thing. You know, no, like I, I, I definitely understand you that. Know? So it's tough. It, games are in a tough place. They are. Because they have to, they have to keep up. Um, but keeping up might end up hurting them in a big way. I don't want to end the show without doing two things one of which is you talking about cuphead because we need to talk about it very quickly and two is kelsey promised me an embarrassing story that she was going to tell on the air i i don't know i don't know if i should tell it now or next week okay okay because like i feel like to tell it to its full potential i have to like uh talk about oh is this something is this that... wrapped up in the thing you couldn't talk about yeah yeah kelsey texted <laughs> tell me two things one look I, I saw this thing and i can't talk about it um, but also I have an embarrassing story. Do you want me to tell you now or you want to wait for the show? Is what she told me. <laughs> Secretive. Oh, well, <laughs> I, said, right. I said, I think it'll be funnier if we just react on the show. Yes. Yeah, so well, um, if you don't talk about it, you're gonna have to text me, Kelsey, cause I need to know what it is. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about, so we'll, we'll, we definitely got to talk about Cuphead though. All right. Quickly. Right. Yeah. Um, I do want to say one, one extra thing. Yeah. I beat Mario rabbits. Oh, right. Yes. That is a delightful, wonderful game. Cool. Um, definitely one of my favorite of the year. Nice. Um, awesome. Yeah, I'll get I'll get into that when the time is appropriate, mm. but super good. Um, yes, I've been playing a lot of Cuphead uh, to like distract myself from some of the things going on in my life right now. And it's a bad game to do it to. <laughs> it's very hard. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm on World 3. I've beaten two bosses in World 3 so far. Um, How many I, worlds are there? Three. Okay, I I, it's not very long. Three. No. Uh, I, if I, I think my percentage completion right now is at like 60-something percent. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I feel like it's a... You don't need to. It's like the Dark Souls game. You don't need to take out every boss. Mm-hmm. You could eventually, like, when you get through enough of them, you can go on to the next world. Right. Um, but I've been just taking out every, like, clearing out all the worlds, like, going in and doing the running guns, even though I hate them. 
um i like i hate I, it's like how i felt about bloodborne like i hate that game i also love that game mm-hmm. i like it more than than the dark souls bloodborne games because like the aesthetic is just like out of this world the music's out of this world um but yeah like last night i had read in forums like oh if you think the game's hard wait till you get to i'm just gonna say it you fight a robot mm-hmm. so that's like you fight a whole bunch of things in that game one yeah. of them's a robot you saying you fight a robot it's not a spoiler no nah, yeah <laughs> um but it's funny like on the forums like they just they black everything out You're right right um so uh, yeah they're like wait till you get to the robot and something else and so i got to the robot last night and i was like oh well there's zero chance of me ever doing this because I, I i was fighting for like 10 minutes and died and i was like well how far do i make it my little dude didn't move i was still <laughs> on the first phase and i was like oh all right well this is where the ride stops mm-hmm and I beat him like 10 tries later, which is just like one of those things where I was like, I'll never do this. I'll never do this. I, I got a little bit further. Let mm-hmm. me see if I can get to, let me see if I can make it to the final form. Yeah, it's impossible. Now I'm stuck on the first form for like my next five or six tries. Right, yeah. But eventually I, I got to the final boss once and died immediately because mm-hmm. I didn't even know what it would look like. And then I saw it and was just like, all right, I think I can do this. And then I got him. It's like that game is really good at making you be like, I, I'll never do this. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. I did it. And so, yeah, I. I think I'm like 65% like done with the game. Like not a couple more bosses. I could probably go face the last guy. Mm-hmm. Game is unbelievable. I hate it and I love it. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. I'm stuck on the frogs in the first world. We'll talk. We'll talk about how you can finally get past that. Cause if you're stuck with that. Oh, I know. That's oh, what I told you. Oh man, Bobby. I text you. I said, Bobby, I don't think I'm good enough to play this watch, game. Yeah. It's Kelsey. Watch the Polygon stream. It was Simone and uh, Pat mm. and they played Cuphead and they did that, um, that part. The, the frogs so, boss. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I exactly. know what you're supposed to do. I just don't know if I'm good enough to do it. There's a, there's a, there's a <laughs> randomness to that game. Um, like on one of the later bosses on the first boss I played in the second world, their opening, I was like, okay, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do with this guy. I beat him. I got to the second phase, and this was long. It's like five phases, a couple of really short ones, mm-hmm. though. But the next time I did it, it was completely different. The order changes. Oh, well, so on cool. the frogs one, you just really have to hope not to get the orange on the final phase. Oh, yeah, the orange To one, get the yeah. green and the red, because yeah. those are really simple. It's yeah. the orange ones that you will just blow apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um... <laughs> uh, but no, it looks amazing. It sounds amazing. Like, I just want to play through it or whatever. What? What's going on? Nothing. What are you doing? Nothing. I don't understand. This is this is a signal for wrap it up. Oh, yeah. Well, we are going to wrap. We are wrapping it up. Okay. Yeah. I told this the last thing we want to talk about was Cuphead. Um, Kelsey's, guy, Kelsey's been, like, texting me, like, I have to go. Well, why didn't you tell me that before? I texted you. Well, I don't. I'm not look. Well, I don't look at my phone while we're recording unless, well, unless, <laughs> we're looking at, unless I'm looking at the show notes. Well, that's, that's how we communicate with each other without making a big deal about it. Well, if she just said, oh, Bobby, I have to go soon, that would have been a way less... You're making this a lot more complicated than it needed to be. <laughs> I got hand signals. I got... Uh, I can, Kelsey turned her camera, so now I can, like, see, like, yeah. a part of her room <laughs> that I've never seen before. Um, so let's wrap it up, then. There you uh, go. That's going to do it for the Talking Games podcast for this week. If you want to follow us on Twitter, at Talking Underscore Games, uh, review us on iTunes, Talking Games, please, 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 please. Um, we're getting close to, you know, game of the year-ish time. So if there are games that you guys are playing that we haven't talked about, which I, that's good. That'll be crazy because we talk about a lot of games. There but, are still a lot of games we have not looked at. Yeah, but let us know if there are things you really love that we've never talked about, we haven't looked at because we'll try to look at them before the before that we do the game of the year deliberations. Um, which is going to be in February. Yeah, February. First week of February. 
um, giving them really mostly for me, giving myself January to play games uh, that I haven't played yet. Um, so uh, follow me on Twitter at Bobby Shortle, Justin. Jerok, J-O-R-O-A-K. And Kelsey? Kelsamus, K-E-L-S-S-A-M-U-S. Uh, check out our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash talking games, and our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash talking games videos. But that's going to do it for this week. Thank you, Justin. Thank you, Kels. Thanks, Bobby. And thank you to all of you who are listening. Until next time, be good to one another. <laughs>